Hey everyone, welcome to another episode of Adam Talks, a podcast that takes an alternative look at retirement. This is Adam Bergman, founder and CEO of IRA Financial. If you want to learn more, you can subscribe to our YouTube channel and follow us on social media. Just search IRA Financial. Hey everyone and welcome to another episode of Adam Talks. I'm Adam Bergman, tax attorney, founder of IRA Financial. And on today's episode, I'm going to go through the hidden tax provisions in the recent infrastructure bill. So I wanted to just tackle this topic, spend a little bit of time, uh, actually this entire podcast on it, but it's actually going to be a pretty short podcast. So don't worry, not going to get too detailed because you know what? There's not that many tax provisions actually in this huge, enormous infrastructure bill. Spend some time going through it. And it's very, very, very weak on tax provisions. Why? Because all the meaty tax-related provisions are going to be in the budget reconciliation bill, which is going to be used to pay for the infrastructure bill. So there's a couple things I wanted to just touch on. And uh, that's going to be it. It's going to be a short, fun one today. Um, not too tax-heavy, but it's just going to give you the, um, the key tax provisions in the infrastructure bill which the Senate Budget Committee released, um, you know, August 9th, they basically outlined uh, the changes that will be part of the reconciliation bill. So that's going to come, don't worry. Um, but this infrastructure bill, which was approved by the Senate last week, um, there's basically three key tax provisions. I won't even call them key. They're, they're, there's one probably or two significant ones. The third one's not very significant at all, but let me jump right into it. Um, it was passed by the Senate 6930, and it's going to the House of Represent Representatives for consideration this week, which will pass because the Democrats control the House. They passed it almost unanimously or in the Senate, and then uh, we will see what gets signed into law, but this will get passed. So the first thing that the infrastructure bill talked about relating to tax was the employee retention credit, which was made possible by the CARES Act. Um, and I did a podcast on the ERC, and it was basically a way to provide businesses um, who had losses during certain quarters to get basically a credit or in some cases free cash back from uh, the IRS. So what the um, infrastructure bill uh, is doing is it essentially um, going to um, limit the application of it. So it's going to repeal the extension. So According to the IRS, um, it's they the IRS when they issued guidance last week, they claimed the credit uh, in the third and fourth quarter of 2021. Uh, but what the infrastructure bill did is stop that. Okay, so basically, um, it's the ERC is available to eligible employees for wages paid during the third and fourth quarter. Uh, of 2021, but that was repealed um, under the uh, HR Bill 3684, which was the infrastructure bill. So some people thought that the RC credit was going to get extended to the third and fourth credit. So businesses can get credits for uh, wages paid to employees if there were lost revenue quarters comparing it to last year. The infrastructure bill stopped that and you're only going to get it for first and second. Um, and I think it just cost too much. So it was repealed um, and uh, it's not going to be extended to the third or fourth 
uh, quarters. The second big one is crypto asset reporting, which got a lot of uh, press. Um, it's not as relevant for the average investor. If you buy cryptos on an exchange like Coinbase or Gemini or Kraken, they do the reporting. Um, they satisfy the definition under 6045C1 of broker. Um, so it's not really going to have much relevance. What this expanded definition is trying to do is trying to stop DEXs, decentralized exchanges. So under the expanded definition of a broker, they want to include anyone who for consideration effectuates transfers of digital assets on behalf of another per person. So the crypto industry tried to make it that the definition was going to expand to potential validators like Bitcoin miners or even uh, developers of hard wallets. But in essence, what the um, Congress was trying to do was stop DEXs. They're very worried about decentralized exchanges. They're obviously not regulated. And they believe that this provision will raise uh, $28 billion because of better reporting, which will mean more people paying taxes and reporting their taxes on their tax returns. So um, they, they're camouflaging this. They don't want to say they're trying to stop decentralized exchanges, but that's really what's happening. Um, the crypto uh, lobbyists basically don't want to mention that as uh, something that's trying to be done. So they're trying to camouflage it and say, well, yeah, I know what you're saying, but uh, it's going to impact miners and software developers. And really, that's not the intent uh, of this expanded definition of broker. It's really to stop or limit decentralized exchanges, which allow people to exchange cryptos without regulation. And obviously, the government only cares about one thing, and that's money and it's tax revenue. And they are concerned that there's going to be, continue to be uh, more and more tax revenue that they're missing out on. There was back and forth of whether this definition would get limited. There was some hope it would. We'll see. The House can get can get it and, and they could play around with this definition. This is just a bill passed by the Senate. So we'll see what the House does. I believe they'll, they'll end up limiting this bill and really try to focus on decentralized exchanges and not miners and, and software developers. Um, that's not really well, the intent of this. So for retirement account, investors also not relevant because um, like if you use IRA Financial, we use Gemini and they do all the reporting, so do we. So um, the definition of broker is already being satisfied and all the IRS reporting is being handled. So I wouldn't worry about this too much. This is really, again, trying to diminish the uh, potential value of decentralized exchanges, force them to do reporting so that the IRS can go out and get more money. And they claim there's up to $28 billion of potential new revenue there. So that's pretty significant. The third one is minor disaster relief. Basically, this bill would modify automatic extensions for certain deadlines for uh, taxpayers affected by federal declared disasters. And this is part of the SECURE Act in 2019, which basically created this ex role in extension, and they're just going to limit it. Again, not, not a big deal, because if there's any future disasters, the IRS will just develop something um, specific for that disaster um, in terms of, of providing tax benefits to the people impacted by that disaster. So I wouldn't worry too much about it. Again, the big juicy stuff's coming with the budget reconciliation over the next few months. That's where the finance committees and the ways and means committees in the house will get together and figure out how the hell they're going to pay for this infrastructure bill. Um, they need to find ways to pay for it. Um, and they're going to raise revenue. And I've talked at, at nausea about this potential increased capital gains, maybe not to 40%, but you know, maybe to 25 or 30% increase, um, federal income tax rate, highest margin from 37 to 39.6. 
corporate tax rate from 21, probably can go up to 25 or 28%. Talked about last week to step up in basis, the elimination of that, that's on the table. Also a reduction in the state tax, um, unified credit limitation from 11.7, maybe down to three or $5 million. So they're looking at a bunch of ways to raise revenue. Uh, obviously the cap on the Roth IRA, don't need to go into uh, much more detail about that. You kind of know, you guys know where I feel about that. Uh, I don't think it's gonna raise as much money as they feel. And I just, you know, I'm against it. Just don't think it's right, but I don't have much say. So we'll see if there's any more um, motivation uh, or momentum, I should say, to, to get the cap in. But there's going to be uh, changes. They need to raise revenue to pay for the infrastructure bill. Uh, whatever you believe about the bill um, they have through the budget reconciliation um, process, all they need is a majority and they can get it done. The Democrats, uh, they don't need a super majority because it's part of budget reconciliation. Um, and that's just the way the system works. So they will get something passed. We know the infrastructure bill passed the Senate. It's going to pass the House this week, next week for sure. And then uh, the fund is going to begin. And we're going to hear in the next month or so about all these really um, very important tax provisions that President Biden did talk about this when he was running for election. This is not new. Um, he, he told us straight up that this was on the table. Uh, we can look back back to 2016. Senator Wyden uh, talked about the Roth cap. He talked about um, asset valuation taxes, kind of like the step up in basis. So this has been brewing. Uh, this is not a shocker. It's a shock that um, this is almost a done deal that a lot of the stuff will get done. Uh, but that's the way politics works. When one party controls uh, all three branches of government, they can do whatever they want. And uh, we'll see what the voters say, right? Midterm, midterm elections coming up. Uh, we, the people get to ultimately say how we feel about current administration and we'll see where it goes. But the infrastructure bill again was very heavy on infrastructure, which it should have been. Um, Again, I'm, I'm not an expert in infrastructure or government spending, so I'm not going to uh, comment on that. I just uh, wanted to give you my take on the tax provisions. And again, there are just two minor ones, the crypto asset one and the employee retention credit, which is not going to be uh, extended to third and fourth quarter, which um, there was some chatter about potentially that happening, giving small businesses uh, another crack at some credits and money, but that's not gonna happen, at least under the Senate bill, again, things can change in the House bill, but I doubt it. Uh, and I, again, the crypto asset reporting is going to be there in some form and really just targeting decentralized exchanges, which uh, the IRS feels uh, people are not reporting their cryptocurrency gains. Um, they're trying to hide it through DEXs who are, are not regulated. So I think that's definitely going to happen. Um, and I just think it's going to be a little bit more pointed and focused on DEXs versus um, Bitcoin miners, and software, hard wallet developers, which I don't think that broker definition is really intended to do anything um, towards. So there you go. I told you I was going to keep it short and sweet. Um, it's the end of the summer. You guys got better stuff to do than listen to me talk about taxes and, and uh, government budget. So I promise it's going to get meatier in September. Um, once uh, Congress gets back into session, um, they pass this bill, then they're going to get hard at work and figure out how to pay for this, which is going to get interesting. Also, I, I forget to throw in their potential end of the um, capital gains break uh, for carried interest. That, that could also um, be done. So we shall see. It's going to be a very interesting next couple months. Uh, again, just really appreciate you guys listening, uh, watching. Thank you for uh, keeping me going. It's 
been a, a fun last couple months, a lot of stuff going on. Um, subscribe if you haven't already. I think uh, you can learn something. There's some good stuff on our channel. Um, also, there's two other podcasts that I drop weekly. Uh, Ad Bits, which is every Tuesday. Ad Mail every Thursday. If you're really into self-directed retirement, solo 401k, self-directed IRAs, if you're into using your retirement accounts to potentially do real estate or cryptos or gold or anything alternative, I think you'll learn something. Um, I, I really spent a lot of time preparing, so hopefully you do. And if you don't, uh, leave a comment. Um, I, I try to answer all comments or questions. If you have ideas for future shows, drop me a, a comment. Uh, I'll, I'll check it out. And again, thank you so much for spending some time with me. Uh, have a wonderful uh, rest of your week, and I'll, I'll talk to you again next week. Cheers. Cheers.